Entrepreneur on Fire 530 and Fire Nation, a happy, happy birthday to the backbone of Fire Nation, Kate Lynn Erickson. The most inspiring stories from today's most successful entrepreneurs. Join John Lee Dumas and today's Entrepreneur on Fire. Having experience these days is priceless. More than 280,000 design projects have passed through the doors at 99designs. Now that's expertise. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. Want to talk speed? When you use MailRoute, most messages are processed in under one second. For a free trial, go to MailRoute.net and enter promo code EOF for 10% off the lifetime of your account. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Josh Ship. Josh, are you prepared to ignite? 100%. Yes. Josh is a former at-risk foster kid turned teen advocate. His TV series, Teen Trouble, documented his work with teens in crisis. He's the author of The Teen's Guide to World Domination, founded U Speaker University, and was listed on Inc. Magazine's 30 Under 30 list. I've given our listeners just a little overview, Josh, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. Yeah, sure. So my business sort of started with my childhood. My upbringing was uh, not the most ideal, I guess you could say. Um, my mom had me when she was 17, left me at the hospital. I immediately entered into the foster care system, uh, went in, in and out of a dozen different foster homes. By the time I was 14, uh, I became a pretty angry uh, distrusting, oppositional young kid because of sort of a lot of the turmoil right. that that I went through. Um, and then at age 14, the good news is, is that I ended up with a phenomenal set of foster parents who deeply, deeply believed in me, who were 100% committed to seeing me change, to seeing me improve. Uh, and, you know, I sort of, I was basically this kid that sort of um, so many people gave up on, understandably, because I continued to push them away and continued to not accept help. Um, but, you know, when I was 14, I had these foster parents and uh, folks in church and big brothers, big sisters, and all these things who refused to give up on me. And that's basically why I'm not dead in jail or homeless. And so, as sort of a way to say thank you to them, I, you know, this is the work that I do is sort of passing on that message. And so I do that through speaking, through writing books, through television programs, basically any sort of medium uh, that I can access to help adults understand teens or teens better understand themselves. Um, that's what I'm all about. And, and yes, it is a business and yes, it's profitable. But for me, it's, it's something deeply, deeply rooted in me. And, and it's, uh, I feel like really a, a calling first and then a, a business second. Well, Josh, you don't get on Inc. Magazine's 30 under 30 list for just being a profitable business. You are doing some amazing things. The ripple effect that you're having literally around the world is so powerful, and I'm honored to have you on. And something I would kind of like to clarify, because I'm a little curious when you were talking about the early years for you, yeah. and you said that your mother left you at the hospital. Now, 
did she say to the nurses, like, I'm going to leave, like, here's my baby, like, take care of him? Or were the nurses like, we can't find his mother anywhere. There's a baby. What do we do? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, well, obviously, I was I was there, but <laughs> not aware of what was going on. Right. So it's interesting because I, I only know one relative who's related to me. Um, my understanding of the story, and I this could be completely wrong, but my understanding of the story is that, you know, my mom just sort of gave birth to me. Um, took some time and then just sort of snuck out the back door of the hospital. You know, I think she, you know, was young and overwhelmed and not sure what to do and didn't necessarily want to deal with it, um, you know, head on. So just sort of snuck, snuck away. That's, that's my understanding of the situation. What I just find so powerful is that how you've taken the experience you've been through and then turned it into such a positive experience where you're now greatly impacting the lives of others around the world. So I just need to commend you for that, Josh. And before we really dive into more of your journey as an entrepreneur, just as a person in general, we always start Entrepreneur on Fire Off with a success quote because we really want to get that motivational ball rolling, Josh. So take it away. Yeah, I would say, I mean, there are so many quotes that, that I try to live up to, but I would say a big one for me is, is this, change demands growth and growth demands change. I have found this to be true in my personal life because, as you know, um, our personal strengths and weaknesses will become our business's strengths and weaknesses, um, and, and I found that true to be uh, also true in my business that anytime I'm wanting to change, improve, grow things, that it just requires me to change. And change is always something that, uh, you know, is painful and terrifying and awful for everyone. But looking back on it, you're certainly, certainly glad that you did it. So Josh, that's a powerful quote. I can see why it resonates with you specifically in your journey. And that's really what we want to do now is take the spotlight of this interview and turn it to your journey, to Josh Ship's life. And Josh, you've obviously had some incredible successes, which we've talked about in the intro, and we're going to dive into more later. The Inc. 30 and 30, everything you've done with teen guides to world domination. But we want to talk first about a failure, about a challenge or an obstacle that at some point in your entrepreneurial journey that you face. So tell us that story, Josh, and the lessons you learned. Yeah, well, first of all, I believe it takes 10 years to become an overnight success. <laughs> yes. Um, and perhaps if you have some really great mentoring and training and this and that, you know, you'll, you'll shave a few years off of. But, um, you know, I, I just want to be very transparent and say that, you know, yes, I've had a handful, maybe a dozen pretty interesting successes that look great on my bio or my LinkedIn profile. Um, but secretly and behind the scenes and publicly and privately, I have had hundreds and hundreds of personal failures, hundreds and hundreds of business failures. Um, and, and I was thinking about this, John, I think one that, that might resonate um, with a lot of your audience is that truly a deep failure that I faced sort of uh, c- coming up in my business was I was terrified to be myself. Um, I was absolutely terrified to be myself. I sort of st- started by going around and speaking at different high schools. And at the time, I was 17, 18, 19 years old when I was first doing this. Um, and I was terrified. I was terrified that, that I was too young. I was terrified um, to share my story about growing up as a foster kid. I was terrified that I didn't have enough information. I was terrified that I wasn't a quote-unquote expert or didn't have certain degrees yet. And because of that, I just became sort of a counterfeit of everyone 
who had gone before me, who seemed to be proven, whose message seemed to be proven. You know, so I would study other speakers like Zig Ziglar or Tony Robbins, and these guys would wear suits and speak certain ways. So I decided that I need to wear a suit and speak certain ways. Um, and all of this was ultimately a fear um, that was designed to sort of keep me, my message, what I was trying to do, uh, safe, small, and I think ultimately counterfeit. Um, and instead of trying to be me, which was, you know, unique, uh, you know, I, I was so terrified to be me, which was something that was unproven. Uh, I, I was sort of being a, a counterfeit of, of someone else, but ultimately just a watered down version of that other person. And so for me, that was, that was certainly a big learning lesson. And in any of us, whether you're a writer or a blogger, an entrepreneur, sharing your message in any capacity, you know, to quote unquote, find your voice, you must first have the guts to really open your mouth and share what is meaningful to you in a way that's meaningful to you and not necessarily what you think is safe and proven. Josh, this is such a powerful message and something I love talking about here at Entrepreneur on Fire because every single day I get an email from Fire Nation from our listeners and that email will say something along the lines of, John, I had this great aha moment, this great idea, this great passion, but then I Googled it and somebody else is already doing it. So what do Mm -hmm. I do? I got to find another idea now. And what I have to just come back and say every single time is, Listen, somebody else is doing it. That's great. That's proof of concept. Now be yourself. Add your own personality. Do it differently on what Josh Ship would do or what John Lee Dumas would do or whatever you would do and bring it different. I mean, I was not the first person, Josh, that interviewed entrepreneurs, but I'm the first person that did it in the way that John Lee Dumas would do it. And it took me a little while to find my voice, but just like you found your vision, you found your voice, you found who you resonated with the most, which was you, Josh, I found that within me. So great message and boil it down for Fire Nation. One takeaway, Josh, that we can walk away with from that experience. Yeah, man, you're absolutely right. Listen, anyone right now that you admire who is currently proven, at one point was absolutely terrified, scared out of their mind, and unproven. So guess what? If you're right now unproven and you're terrified and you're scared out of your mind, keep going because so was I, so was John, so was fill in the blank of whoever you admire. Absolutely, Josh. I love that. And you did such a great job actually taking us down to the ground level and sharing with us that story of that obstacle that you had to overcome. So let's go to the other end of the spectrum, but maintain that same storytelling mentality with an aha moment or with a light bulb that went off at some point in your journey. Like, Tell us that story, Josh, and the steps that you took to turn that idea into success. Yeah, well, for me, I think an aha moment was... Um, when I finally decided, you know what, I'm tired of, sick and tired of giving someone else's message. This is just so fake. This is just so phony. This is ultimately not who I am. You know, if I was out to lunch with my nephew, this is not the way I would do things. Right. And so I said, just, you know, forget it. I'm going to be brave for an hour and just try to be myself and see what works. I'm going to share my goofy side. I'm going to share this, you know, terrible stuff I grew up with and, and, and the good and bad of, of that and what I've learned from it. Um, and after that particular message, um, this girl comes up to me and hands me a suicide note wow. and says, you know, I don't need this anymore. Your message impacted me that much. I feel like, you know, I can have hope in my own life. Whoa. And I remember 
I don't remember exactly what I was thinking, but I'll never forget that feeling of this really matters. Being you really matters. Being you is going to deeply connect with someone else out there um, who feels like they're the only one, who feels like they're the only one, and, and they believe these lies that they're screwed up and that they don't have what it takes and that they, that they, uh, that they can't cut it. And all of that is a lie that you and you alone and you and your story alone has the power and opportunity to slash against that lie. And so this was a big learning aha moment for me of ego versus impact. Uh, and this is something I try to live out in my business to this day is, you know, this opportunity, this thing, this thing I want to do or this thing I want to accomplish, is it good for my ego? You know, is it going to make me feel better, me feel more um, you know, whatever, or is this good for the impact of my business? And ultimately, I think impact is scalable um, because to me, as from an entrepreneurial standpoint, I think that cash is merely a byproduct of the number of people that we effectively help. And so instead of making it just about me, 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 and my ego and these sorts of things, I try to remember that moment, remember that young lady, remember that moment of impact and say, if I can scale that and be smart and disciplined about it, uh, I'll never, ever have to worry about the stability of my business. Josh, I've interviewed 529 entrepreneurs, all of whom are incredibly inspiring, all of whom are great successes in their own right and are just great people in general. And I will honestly say that not yet has one story hit me quite like the story that you told about that female handing you that suicide note. I mean, it's what came over the sound waves was just really like a shock to me. Like it really kind of physically hit me that this woman was considering incredibly strongly to the point where she wrote a letter taking her own life. And then she gave it to you, which in a sense means that you gave her her life back. And the ripple effect of that is astounding and fire nation. I hope that if nothing else drills home to you, the power of being yourself and just being genuine then nothing else will. And that's unbelievable, Josh. And so again, and John, you, yeah, know, you know what else, man? It's like for, for every person who, who gives you that feedback, who says, thank you for saving me from, you know, uh, this job that I hated. And now because of that, I feel like I'm a better father and, you know, my life has more vitality and this and that. For every one of those that you get, there are going to be so many others that just sort of quietly acknowledge you and just move on. And you, for for all of us, we have to realize it's it's those moments is is why we do what we do, freeing people up, making them see the light, making them realize, you know, whether you work with with youth, with elderly gardeners, with whatever your particular niche is, you know, that moment where they see the light and where they begin to think, maybe my life could be different, maybe things could be different, maybe things don't have to be the way they've always been. Um, that's why we should do what we do is is not not our commitment to the product and not even our commitment to the process, but our commitment to the people and our commitment to solving those problems that they face. Wow, Josh. I've been sitting here writing down some incredible notes on just all of these great golden nuggets that you're sharing with us. One thing that really impacted me was your comment, ego versus impact. And there mm. have been many others. But again, for for the aha moment side of it, for this side of the spectrum, share with Fire Nation one takeaway that you really want us to walk away with. 
to me, I think it's that ego versus impact. You know, just check yourself, ask people to hold you accountable. Um, if you focus on your ego, you will be busy, but you'll be busy at the things that don't matter. And if you focus on impact, you can grow and you can scale that to your heart's desire. Josh, again, you've been an unbelievable storyteller. I just know you have so many within, but share with us your proudest entrepreneurial moments. You know, for me, because of the way I grew up, um, having a family, breaking that cycle is truly, I'm not just saying this to try to be like cheesy or like, uh, you know, create some sort of touching moment. Being an amazing husband and father is by far the number one priority in my life. I'm not saying my um, schedule always reflects that. Uh, I, I certainly lose track of that. I certainly get caught up in my own pursuits and ambitions. Uh, but but that is why I do what I do. And for me, that is my proudest entrepreneurial moment, is to be able to provide um, quite well for my family to to have a schedule that that I can control and so I can invest that time into my marriage so I can invest that time into my children uh, and and turn that around and then I would say secondly the ability to train other speakers through you speaker university so it's not just me as a messenger and my message as a message but to be able to invest in that next generation of individuals who have an important message to share teaching them how to build a sustainable business around it um, those two things i know looking back over my life um, i will go that was incredibly difficult and that was 100 percent worth it Josh, you are so right that the entrepreneurial journey will always present innumerable challenges. Yeah. And with us as entrepreneurs, Josh, we are always going to be on this roller coaster of emotions, the highest of highs, which yeah. can be quickly followed by the lowest of lows. So let me ask you this. Share with Fire Nation your entrepreneurial philosophy and how you keep that crazy roller coaster of emotions in somewhat of a semblance of balance. Mm, yeah, great question, John. Uh, well, well, to me, it's this, man. To me, it ultimately comes, comes down to being humble. Um, I would sum it up like this. You are not as good as the positive feedback you're getting, and you're not as bad as the negative feedback that you're getting. Because if you if you get sucked into the reviews, the testimonials, the success stories, the whatever, um, listen to me. You'll take credit for the good and you'll take credit for the bad. As an example, that young lady, her suicide note, listen, I don't deserve the credit for that. I don't deserve the applause for that. She does, not me. If your information, if your business, if what you provide to people, if they have the guts and the courage and the tenacity to go out and change their life, their family, their business because of it, that is on them. Good for them. Bravo to them. And so I think just remembering that um, through the ups and the downs that you are just there to consistently make an effort to improve people's lives in some ways. Um, that's what matters. Otherwise, your ego, again, just gets sucked into it and, oh, this person thinks I'm great. And then the next day, oh, this person thinks our product, our business is terrible. Um, and if you do that, you will sabotage your effectiveness. Well, bravo to you, Josh, and bravo to all of your accomplishments you've had thus far. And let's, on that note, bring things to today, to present times, because you do have so many exciting things going on. It's crazy. But if you could share with Fire Nation just one thing that really has you fired up today, what would it be? 
Yeah, it's a program that I've created for teenagers. It's an uh, online teen success program. It's called A Year of Awesomeness. And again, to me, I'm all about scaling impact. And that's what a, a Year of Awesomeness allows me to do. It's basically each and every week, a uh, student who signs up or the parent who signs them up, they get a different uh, practical, entertaining video on a life skill that they often don't learn in school, like how to choose good friends, how to apologize to your to someone when you mess up, how to gain your parents' trust, these sorts of things. And I'm really fired up about it because it's ultimately scalable, ultimately has an ability to reach an unlimited number of young people, which is ultimately what I care about. And to me, it's also great to read these emails and get these messages from parents who say, thank you, you know, I know I'm a good mom, I know I'm a good dad, but you know, when my kid's a teenager, for some reason, they, they don't always listen to me. And so, you know, having someone share the same message, but someone who's not me is incredibly helpful. So, you know, I'm super proud of a year of awesomeness. It's my commitment to make a greater impact in the lives of a generation in search of direction. Uh, and that's it's been an absolute honor, a privilege, super fun, super challenging, but also very rewarding. A year of awesomeness, Fire Nation, spread the word. So Josh, we're about to dive into the lightning round, but before we do, let's thank our sponsors. Managing your inbox is not easy. Trust me, I know. But it's not just the quantity of messages you receive on a daily basis. It's also what's in them. Luckily, I have systems in place to help keep unwanted spam and viruses out of my inbox. But I also have a lot of other things to worry about when it comes to protecting my business, which is why I have an email filtering system that works for me. Not that I have to work for Ever heard of MailRoute? MailRoute gives you maximum control over your email, making it possible to blacklist, whitelist, and tweak your filter settings without ever having to log into an interface. You can just do it directly from the notifications you receive in your inbox, making it quick and easy to manage any type of email setting without a major disruption. To check out everything MailRoute has to offer, go to MailRoute.net to sign up for a free trial. Plus, when you enter promo code EOF, you'll get 10% off the lifetime of your account. That's mailroute.net promo code EOF. Fire Nation. I talk about branding a lot. It's a term that gets thrown around by all types of people, and you might be wondering what the gab's all about. What is branding anyway? In a nutshell, your brand is a set of perceptions people have about your company. It's an emotional expression of your value that your audience creates. You need branding to create a human connection with your audience. Design is key in communicating your brand and standing out from the competition. But what are the options available to business owners with little to spend on design? Many have turned to online marketplaces like 99designs to help build their brands on a budget. Startups get maximum creativity with 99designs contest model where dozens of designers compete to deliver the best design. You get to be involved in the process and walk away with a logo, website, or design that truly represents your brand. See for yourself. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free today. And Josh, we've now reached my favorite part of the show, the lightning round, where you get to share some incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Bring it. Come on. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Truly the same thing that holds me back in any endeavor, fear. What is the best advice, Josh, you've ever received? 
Number one, clearly define the life that you want. And then number two, place your business and expansion plan on top of that life that you want. That's the best business advice. What about life advice? If you're struggling in something in a particular area, go find someone who has mastered it and ask them how they do it and ask them to hold you accountable. Powerful. Josh, can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success? Yeah, well, I'm a runner, and uh, I think entrepreneurship and running are both about the same thing, ultimately, which is pushing personal thresholds. Um, And so running has taught me so much to go ahead and push just a touch past that moment of uncomfortableness, a moment past that, that little bit of pain, because then you'll gain some more strength. Um, and also running has taught me a lot about discipline and boundaries. You know, I, I believe when we place boundaries on particular things, we place importance upon those particular things, uh, which has, in effect, affected my schedule. I have a very disciplined particular schedule uh, based on boundaries. I get up at 5 a.m., I run, then I have time with friends and caffeine, and then I work strictly and sharply until 1 p.m., and then I turn my laptop into my wife because otherwise, uh, you know, I know that I'll get sucked back into work. And so those you know, running has affected uh, my love for boundaries and disciplines, which I didn't always care for. I love that answer on so many levels. And as a runner myself, I want to kind of add my experience with running, what it's dealt and really taught me which is consistency. And for me, I can just walk outside, Josh. I live right here in the Bay in San Diego. And so I have this run that I do every single day. And just being consistent with that is so powerful because I see what not being consistent as a runner does because I hit these certain points during the run that when I haven't done it for a couple of days, I feel it in my lungs and I feel it in my legs. But when I am consistent, I feel the power at those same points. And that is so important for entrepreneurs that if we can apply that consistency to our business, like a daily podcast or like Josh's daily morning regimen at 5 a.m., he's getting more stuff done before 1 p.m than the rest of the world does all day. Just really powerful and exciting things. Yeah, running is interesting like that because I'll have a lot of friends that be, I've, you know, I've run five or six marathons. I don't remember exactly how many. And they'll be like, dude, you're psycho. That's crazy. Like there's no, <laughs> there's no way I could run a marathon. Um, and, and I want to chill out there for a second because really what that person is saying, and I think this relates to business, is what they're really saying is I couldn't run a marathon tomorrow. Um, and sometimes people will see your business, my business, someone else's business that they admire, and they go, well, you know, he's just lucky. She just has something I don't have. There's no way I could do that. And really what they're saying is that there's no way they could have that tomorrow, which is true. However, uh, running a marathon takes nine months, a year of preparation of two miles, then three, then four, then eight, then 10, then 12. It's those little bitty Um, incremental, consistent improvement that leads to some sort of shiny object uh, thing that other people desire. And if you'll commit to the process, if you'll commit to the disciplines, if you'll commit to uh, those things that happen behind the scenes, then perhaps eventually, not overnight, you too will have that accomplishment that so many people think is just out of their reach. It's great insights, Josh. And every time I get an email with somebody saying, John, 
I could never do a seven day a week podcast. How do you do it? Like I want to just send them like a little fast forward screenshot of like me hunched over my computer for three months back in 2012. It's like, you know, learning everything I could about podcasting. And then my first 50 episodes of just, you know, being robotic and, and yep. uncomfortable and nervous and scared and like all of those things that it took to finally get here. And so of course they couldn't do that tomorrow, but they could do it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if you, I mean, that is true, man. If you want, uh, if you want anything in your life to be successful, you have to commit to those disciplines. You have to commit to doing what you have to do to get what you want to get. Wow, Josh, you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with. You can share with our listeners. Yeah, this one's it, like insanely simple. I use, I love Google Docs, and um, on that I keep a running tab of my to-do list, which has three main categories. Uh, the first category is most important this week, and I limit that to a max of uh, 10 things, so just a couple each day. And then I have a category of fairly important, and then I have a category of ideas for later. Um, and anything that isn't important, I just put down on that ideas for later because I think sometimes, uh, particularly if you're creative at all, you get all these ideas and inspiration and this and that, and so you're afraid to lose them. So you begin to wander down the road towards making that idea happen, which ultimately distracts you from what's most important. But I find if you can just catalog that and then, and I think this is huge, earn the right to start to attack that. And the only way you earn the right to start to attack that is by first accomplishing most important this week and fairly important. Wow. I mean, Josh, I ask you for a resource and you give us an unbelievable life lesson. I am loving this interview. And Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we're chatting about here today at eofire.com slash Josh Ship. Yeah, John, one, one other little thing is anytime I start up a new venture, I put intentional boundaries around a, um, a mile marker I must reach before I move on to the next one. Because, because typically, you know, you hit that dip, as Seth Godin talks about, and you think the next idea is the one that you'll accomplish. But that next idea is also going to have a dip. That next idea is also going to have really, really challenging, pain-in-the-butt stuff you'd rather not get through, you'd rather not deal with. So I try to put a very specific metric around a project before I'm allowed to move on to the next one. So that could be X number of words written. That could be X number of revenue uh, generated. That could be uh, a certain uh, team member in place to handle it without me. And so, again, really uh, the point of me bringing this up is to say that if you're someone who has challenge with focus and uh, completing your idea, place a metric on there where you must Earn the right to move on to the next thing instead of just feeling like it's time to move on to the next thing. Love it. And Josh, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? Yeah, so since I'm a guy who, um, you know, I sort of initially started with this service-oriented business, going around, you know, one, one day at a time, speaking at schools, I came to this point where I was extremely successful in that, but I also realized all I had was a high-paying manual labor job, meaning I, d I didn't really own a business. I just owned a job. And so because of that, I'm going to recommend a book that would be great for any other person who's starting off by providing a service, has become quite good at that, but wants to think about a way to scale both impact and income. 
Um, and that book is E-Myth Revisited. Michael Gerber, powerful book. One of the books that launched me into my entrepreneurial journey. And Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book just like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Josh, this next question is the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Dude, I am so excited about this question. (laughs) I I was geeking out on it at 5 a.m. I love it. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter, taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? All right, dude, I'm going to get nerdy and very specific about this. Here we go. Number one, I am going to very, very clearly define what it is that I think I want to do. Now, at this point, what I think I want to do is still a hypothesis. That's step one. That cost me nothing. Step two, I'm going to test drive the idea. So I'm, I'm going to talk to someone who's doing it, and I'm not only going to say to them, what do you love about it? Psh, that's easy. Um, you, you kind of already get that idea. But I'm going to ask them, what do you hate about it? What's challenging about it? What's the stuff that no one else sees that's really, really challenging? So essentially in stage two, I'm going to try everything possibly I can to talk myself out of doing this. And then if I am still resolved to this is my thing, this is what I want to do, I'm going to enact step three, which I'm going to call the Vegas strategy, which means I'm going to take from that 500 bucks. Um, you know, this is what I would do in Vegas. In Vegas, I take a little bit of cash, my ID, that's it. So I have, again, boundaries around what I'm going to be willing to uh, enjoy entertaining and gambling with. So I'm going to take $150 from that 500 and I'm going to invest that in a one-hour mentoring session with someone who has the results that I want to eventually get. And in that one hour, I'm not going to ask them about, you know, what can I do in 10 years? What can I do in five years? How can I grow things to a million bucks? None of that shiny um, crap. I'm going to say, I'm starting from scratch. What are the first three steps for me? What are the first three things I need to do? And I need you to tell me and clearly and plainly as possible exactly what I need to do. Um, Step four, I'm going to attack those three steps and only those three steps. Anything else, any new clever idea, any new clever finding is a distraction unless it is one of those three steps. Um, and then from those three steps, ideally, I'm going to earn that 150 bucks back. I'm going to reinvest that money into another mentoring session, define the next three steps, and then I will wash and repeat until I have stabilized another business. Josh, I mean, I can see you just geeking out over this question at 5 a.m. this morning, and Fire Nation is so better for it. I Wow, I love that. And Josh, I have just so enjoyed hearing your journey, just your inspirational messages and takeaways and golden nuggets. Wow, just incredible across the board. And let's end on a high note with you giving Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, sharing the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Yeah, man. Thank you so much. It's it's been an it's been an absolute honor. Uh, so you guys can find me at Josh Ship. I'm not cursing at you. My last name is Ship. That's S H I P P. 
joshship.com, you'll find your awesomeness, you speak university, all that good stuff there. Um, and I would wrap it up like this. I would say you never know what you could do until you must do. Now, some of you have been thinking and thinking and daydreaming and fantasizing about this thing that you know you want to do. You know you could eventually become great at doing. And the truth is you'll never know what you could do until you place yourself in the scary, terrifying situation that John has, that I have, that so many others have of saying, I must do this and I will do this. Josh, I've actually come up with a name for that because I have seen that theme over and over again with these 500 plus interviews I've done. So many times that entrepreneur was saying that their inflection point, their turning point was guess what when? When they had a baby, when they started a family and they mm. went from wanting to to having to. So I termed it the baby effect and it is so real and I've had so many people email me being like, you're right, I had a baby and then boom, I just had to start making that extra phone call, knocking on that door. I couldn't not fail. I couldn't not push my comfort zone. Such a powerful message. Absolutely, man. I agree 100%. So Josh, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything that we've been talking about today at eofire.com. They can just go to the search bar and enter in Josh and his show notes page will pop right up. And Josh, I just want to thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. John, thanks so much, man. Love what you're doing. Fire Nation, are you using webinars to sell your products, to build your email list, to grow your brand awareness? Why the heck not? I know that can be scary, but with Webinar on Fire, we take you step by step on how to create, present, and convert your webinar. Podcasters Paradise did over $500,000 in sales on live webinars in just four months. And on this free live workshop, we'll show you how you can start hosting your webinar today. Webinaronfire.com. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 